Hi everybody, this is Julia Sotis and you're listening to Possibilities. This week I have a very special guest. In fact, he is such a special guest that I um, actually even live with him. He's my husband, Dr. Anthony Mattis, and um, he's also a certified facilitator of Access Consciousness. And we have, um, we met about four years ago actually at a certified facilitators class in Costa Rica. And um, well, I don't know if we could say the rest is history. We became friends and then about a year later we started, we started dating and we've been together for three years as a couple. So um, welcome to the show, Dr. Anthony. I'm so happy to have you here and uh, we'll see what we talk about today. Okay, thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Um, so. Today, I, I, there's a couple different topics actually that I'd like to talk about. Um, I first, I'd like to start with the topic of entities. Um, you inspired me to become a talk to the entities facilitator because I saw what being a talk to the entities facilitator and actually just working with entities actually did for your life, and it inspired me so much that I chose. Um, the same path. So can you just tell us a little bit about why you um, talk to entities and what you get out of it? Yeah, well, the funny thing is, it's like, you know, so I've been doing access probably or been in access consciousness since 2012. I think it was like February or March 2012. And, and I remember taking my first talk to the entity classes early on in my journey and I remember at first I was like ah oh, this stuff is hogwash this is just for hogwash you know, totally yeah you know it's just really for people who see you know maybe it's real but you know what do I know about this particular conversation you know I'm, my, my specialty is with bodies and doing energy work and you know I don't see ghosts and so you know, how do I know if any of this stuff is fantasy or, or whatever? And so anyway, so, so, you know, I took the beginning classes, I took a couple of intros. I even hosted a facilitator to come down and, um, but I kind of didn't really dive into it, you know? And so fast forward three, four, five years later, I'm traveling the world, facilitating classes, doing, you know, um, Anthony synthesis of being as that Gary, Douglas and Dr. Dane here call my the energy sessions that I do just based off of Dane's work. Uh, cool. Energy. And I, that's actually something that I would love to talk about a little bit later on too. I mean, your journey has so many different facets, so there's so yeah, much to talk totally. about. Well, yeah. Um, and I thought that was going to be like, you know, the journey, you know, and, and then I remember where I kind of felt like I was hitting like a plateau in my facilitation and, and even in my energetic sessions. And so and one of the things we learn in Access and one of the tools that we learn in Access is to live in and ask a question. And so anytime you want anything to show up in your life, really all the time, you should always be in the question. Because when you're in the question, it's just a way of uh, creating this space of multiple choices, multiple possibilities. And you simply really just get to choose what seems lightest, the most fun, and maybe the most creative and expansive. So... So I started asking, what would it take for my sessions and facilitation to get stronger and more powerful? Because I noticed that when I was working on people and working on their bodies, I remember, I remember they were at times, I'm like, oh my gosh, this person's got a lot of demons. 
but it's like it, it wasn't so much like because I saw the demons, but it was like, did you ever see certain people and like, um, you know, you look at them and you're like, whoa, that person's carrying a lot of critters around with them, you know? And you don't need to necessarily have um, a capacity in this area or anything like that. It's just really quite obvious and evident that this person's carrying a lot of demons. Yeah, no, definitely. So, and it's like, so it's, what, what, it's yeah. interesting how opening up to just one topic like that opened up your whole world. Yeah, well, you know, still, and well, what had happened is, so I started scrolling through Facebook. I'm like, okay, how do I, how can I get stronger? How can I get more potent? You know, how can I change people's realities? How can I change people's bodies? You know, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm scrolling through Facebook and I saw how Shannon did a, um, I think it was in Copenhagen, like a 30 minute talk to the entities taster. And I remember thinking, oh, not this, no. And sure enough, there was like this resounding, no, yes, you need to look at this. And then I started texting Gary and being like, Gary, you know, I'm getting that I'm supposed to be taking these entity classes again, but I don't really feel like I have a capacity in this particular area. And then he started to talk, ask me questions about like, you know, when I started cutting off my capacities and my awarenesses of, of these different energies that are around us all the time and I started to remember when I was like five four years old you know and as a kid and I would see like you know especially at night I'd be sleeping next to my grandmother because I was always so scared to go to sleep at night and I would always be aware of like the quote-unquote the boogeyman or I would be aware of like like if I looked into the atmosphere it looked like all these like electrical grids uh that were in the atmosphere and I remember like pulling the sheets over my head you know, just to hide from it, but you know, there's all these different beings. And so I decided to dive back into the work. I took the intro class again, and then I took an advanced class. And like, it's like, oh, behold, it was like universes upon universes upon universes started opening up to me. And then I just started getting like these major downloads of like information. And I'm like, whoa, wait, where did that come from? And it was like all the things that were in the beginner's manual they all made sense. It was like they all, it all came alive to me. And then, and then I'll never forget that one, that one day, that one day. And you remember this because you were a big, you were a huge catalyst in, in helping me to actually go deeper into one of the other questions that we ask ourselves, especially if we're feeling funky is who does this belong to? And, and I remember, you know, coming off of one of the best classes I've ever facilitated, made lots of money, changed lots of lives. And, uh, but I could feel this like melancholy grip, like pulling me down. And it was a very familiar energy that I've had most of my life. And, and I remember saying, you know, I'm like, my life is amazing. My kids are happy. Um, with you, you know, we, we have a great relationship and, you know, we're creating and all that stuff. And I'm like, but why is it that I'm looking at all these amazing things through like this dirty glass window and I don't, I don't feel any of this viscerally. So, and, and I'm like, gosh, it's just this depression that's been there forever. So I feel, and I don't, and I said, if I go deeper, I feel like I'm going to die. And then you, you said to me, you're like, well, so what? <laughs> she goes, what if you go deeper and die? And I'm like, I'm too scared to die. And then it was cool because you had no point of view uh, of, in terms of like what my response was. And you're like, okay. 
And then I thought about what you said, because it started sort of like reverberating in my head. And I'm like, okay, is it okay if I go deeper with it, but I'm just going to sort of go deeper, like out loud. And you're like, fine. And you were kind of like half asleep. <laughs> so I started going deeper with who does this belong to? And, you know, and so all of a sudden I started to, what started to pop into my universe was a patient of mine who had committed suicide. Uh, my late mother-in-law uh, com had committed suicide. She popped up. Uh, so a couple people. Three people. And then my late ex-wife, first wife who committed suicide, she popped up. And then, you know, so I actually, instead of just trying to clear them, I actually communicated with them. And I realized that the melancholia that I was feeling wasn't mine. It was theirs. And then at that particular so, time. So your melan, like your depression at the time was, was actually not one, not two, but three people. Well, more, even more yeah. than that. That was like, that, those were like individual entities that wanted me to acknowledge them. And so I acknowledged them, but you know, so I felt a little bit better, but not quite right. And then I had a, I had an awareness of the native Americans that used to be in this area in South Carolina and how, where we live specifically with all the new construction, building new homes and cutting down all the trees and the forest to, to build our homes. I started communicating with the earth and I also started communicating with the native Americans who really, really loved the land and the earth and had such reverence for the earth and things of the earth and, you know, the animals that sheltered them, the animals that fed them, you know, the animals that, you know, whatever they used the animals for, but they had gratitude for the land and the animals. And so I started having a conversation with groups of them. And then there was that. And then I just started talking to the trees and the forest and the land and, you know, and, and it was amazing. And I sort of kind of fell asleep doing this and it took about 40 minutes. And then during the night, I could literally feel like it felt like little workers in my brain working. It was almost like my, my neural pathways were rewiring. And that morning when I woke up, that heavy melancholy that dirty glass window was gone. Like wow. it was totally gone. My gratitude, the gratitude that I had for my life and my living was visceral. I felt it. And it was like, I hadn't had that melancholy in a long time. Wow. Now I've had other things show up like being an asshole here and there. You know what I mean? No, but, but you've, I, I mean, I, gone. I've noticed totally that you have never gone that deep into sorrow ever since. No. Not even close. No. I know. And, and, and if, and if I, and it's interesting. And when I would start to like, when, when I would start to like perceive it knocking on the door, my alarm would go off and it would tell on my phone and it'd say office hours. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, cause I actually do office hours where for five minutes, three days a week, I sit in silence and I communicate with the entities. I either clear them communicate with them or receive from them. Uh, or usually it's a combination of all three. And, uh, and I'll be like, oh, no wonder. No wonder um, I was starting to feel 
or perceive that melancholia thing knocking on my door because it wasn't mine. Or like I'll start having anxiety or my head starts to feel really, really heavy. I'm like, okay, what the hell's going on? Who does this belong to? And boom, my phone goes off and it's entity office hours. And then I go and I do my five minutes and it's clear. It's funny. And, and it won't matter where I am. If I'm driving in the car, I'll do it while I'm driving in a car. If I'm working out, at, you know, it's usually the same time those three days a week, but sometimes it shows up while I'm facilitating classes. Then I'd say, hey, can you guys come back later? Sorry. You know, I didn't realize, you know, I was facilitating at this time, <laughs> this day, you know. Right. But I know that sounds kind of weird and hokey, but it's like, I all, you know, I got, in, I got into it because I asked a question about how to become a better energy healer, you know, and it was this. And it's really, really transformed my life. And you got to see it. And I remember trying to encourage you. I'm like, honey, you got a really big capacity in this area. Uh, yeah. You really need to get yeah. your ass in these classes. And you're like, yeah, 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 whatever. I was like, whatever. <laughs> That's fine. Like, it was like, it didn't even, it didn't even hit my world that that would be something that would create what it could create. It was only after, really after this whole thing changed for you that I was like, whoa like he's getting happier and part of it was you making way more money because you were so much happier you were making way more money and I was like there's something there for me there's a whole reality there that I haven't tapped into yet but the money actually didn't come until later I was just happier you know what I mean I really loved I got excited I felt like I was renewed because what had happened was my sessions got better and, and when I would facilitate the foundation classes, they got better. And I was able to work with people in a, in, a, in a much different way because I had these tools available to me. And, and what talking to the entities created for me was this level of knowing that I didn't have before. Or if I had it, I had forgotten about it. Or, you know, I, I was, you know, implanted and explanted to forget this information. And right. so that's what you were perceiving is actually my enthusiasm. It was like a renewed enthusiasm as a facilitator because I knew I can change things in ways I was not able to change them before without those specific tools or talk to the entities. And, and if, if anything, the money was just like keeping me afloat. You know, now that I'm a three-day body facilitator, things are starting to roll in and I'm like, woo, yeah, you know, you're perceiving a lot of that now. But that just showed up two or three months ago. So I was really just surviving all of last year, to be honest with you. But, but what you perceived, and, that, and that's, this is the cool part, because it wasn't about the money. It was really about the joy of facilitation and the joy of being able to change things in people's lives that are not working. And it was a combination of the access consciousness tools and the talk to the entity tools and, and what I do with the uh, ASB session. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. I was, I was awesome. like, stoked. I was excited. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for you, um, what has been sort of your, your most profound entity story that you've come across or one of them? Well, the one is the one that we just talked about is really that like intense, heavy melancholia. And I was able to change it. I woke up literally the next day and I felt like I had a brand new brain. It was like, I just, it was different. It changed something in me forever, like forever. It was a forever thing. And it was awesome because I, I facilitated myself through it. Now, I spent about 40 minutes doing it. You kind of heard me yapping and going through the whole process. But I woke up and I have not been the same person since in a good way. That's so, true. 
I would say that's the number one most profound yeah. thing. The first thing that jumps into my universe. Yeah. And, and, and then it's really, it's, hmm, it's, um, <clears throat> there's a couple of things. I get excited. That's a great question. The other thing, the other profound thing was like, when I was just starting out, and remember when you got really, really sick when we were in the Netherlands? And you just were sneezing like crazy. And like, you know, I, I, I didn't try to fix you. I didn't try to do anything. And you finally looked at me and you're like, can you ask me a question, please? <laughs> and I'm like, well, who does this belong? And you had taken an antihistamine, uh, you know, and it wasn't working. And your eyes were so red. And, you know, just, you, you just had like a huge, like allergic, you know, onslaught kind of deal. And uh -huh. we were in the Netherlands. We were down at the, we just had walked through the, the red light district. Um, you know, we were in a place called Horn, which in that particular area, there's a little square called Red Square, which they used to guillotine people. <laughs> so it was like all the blood that was shattered on the streets. That's why they called it Red Square. So, you know, I'm like, oh, there's a lot of beans here. So one of the things that Talking Entities created for me was like, when I go to different cities and countries, I'm like, oh, hi, spirits. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then it actually, what's interesting is as a kid, I never cared about history, but I care more now about history than I ever have now that I'm a talk to the entities facilitator, because it's like, like knowing the culture and the history of, of the people that came before really, really helps give you a lot of information as to what these, what these spirits may be stuck in. And so when you looked over at me and you were like, and we had just finished going on a little tour and you know me, I like to be a, a, a nerd and go on little tours. Anthony loves tour. to tour. He <laughs> is the man who gets me out of the house. I would sit in the house and read and do telecalls all day and watch TV. And he's like, let's go do this. Let's go do this. Let's go live. So I, I love that about you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you know, I, out of the house. Part of the reason why I do it, though, is, is also because it helps with my facilitation. And so that sort of leads me to like, what's the other big thing that happened? It's like, so when you asked me and I, to help you and I said, who does this belong to? I'm like, is it yours, someone else's or something else? And we basically got that it was entities and it was a combination of them. We learned about the bubonic plague and all the people that died there. We learned about the slave trading that had gone on there. Obviously, all the people who died on drugs in that particular area. Um, and you know, so it was like, we spent a little bit of time clearing that and literally your symptoms improved within six hours, Absolutely. like, like probably 85 to 95% uh -huh. gone. And that was with like three cats crawling all over your face your symptoms <laughs> improved with no meds. And so that was pretty cool. And then, like I said, going into different cities, it's almost like I get these downloads of the past, the present and the future. It's really cool. It's really, really cool. And, uh, and then while I'm facilitating in different countries, it's like, it's like my consciousness, like, like if, I'm gonna, if I was to draw a cartoon and the cartoon would be me sitting in a chair facilitating a class and you would see like my skull open up to the universe <laughs> and then I get and all, this, all, this down, all this information comes into like my brain you know, or to my awareness. And I'm like, oh, and then I'll start asking questions and it changes things and people's realities and whatever it is that they may be struggling with. So that, that to me is sort of what, those are the big things that have happened. Have I seen ghosts? No. 
I don't even want to see him ghost. I, I, you know, if I see a ghost, <laughs> I, I might poop my pants. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not interested in seeing them, to be honest with you. And then, you know, Shannon always says, it's, you know, you're, it's better to perceive no being receive them anyway. So I'm cool with that. I'm cool with perceiving no and being receiving. I'm not really interested in seeing them. I'm, I'm okay with <laughs> maybe the energetic grids that I, or seeing things out of the corner of my eye. That's about as far as yeah. I'd like to go with all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, so anyway, so yeah, it's been a lot of fun. That's awesome. And you have such a, I mean, it's so cool to listen to you talk because you have such a different way of bringing people to possibilities and facilitating than anybody else I know. Like you are, you know, I know you've made yourself wrong because you're not, you don't find yourself super intellectual, but I'm like, oh my God, he's so much smarter than any intellectual I've ever met. Like you, the way that you um, put words to different energies and like facilitate people is just so cool. And, um, you know, that's, it's also really neat to see what's being created in the three-day body classes that you are facilitating. And um, just sort of how things are coming together and being created in this nonverbal way and um, how the bodies are talking to you and and how you're talking to the bodies and what you're bringing people to that is just very a very different invitation than anything I've ever seen before um, so could you talk a little bit about what and, and I mean it's kind of going against what I just said I mean what you do is so beyond the spoken word um, in the area of bodies, but could you just talk a little bit about sort of your enthusiasm about the body classes and like what you see possible for the future of bodies? Yeah, that's a great question. And you know, yeah, well, just just rewind just a little tiny bit. You know, sure. it's like yeah, I mean, you know, I've you know, I'll never forget the day that you know Gary invited me to do sessions and energy work. He's like, look, you you know, you have this capacity and and this ability here and uh you know i i invite you to 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 do this and to step into something that 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 you can do and i'm like who me and 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 he said his words to me were this that he says with all the other things you did before you were not able to be all of you he goes access provides the space where you can be all of you yeah and 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 what i've come to and at the time i didn't really know what he meant by that and it really hasn't, and that was maybe three and a half years ago, and it hasn't been until recently. And as you said, like, you know, I could put words to energy, or put words to things that are really, I'm not going to say impossible to put words to, because Gary and Dane have done an amazing job it's doing remarkable, that. remarkable, But it's not easy. It's, it's not easy. Like, how do you explain, like, air? You know what I mean? How do you explain, you know, electricity you know it's like it's it's not if it's anybody not, could you could sometimes you're like you're like this this piece of cake smells like your <laughs> grandma's bathroom on a thursday night in june and i'm like yeah, it, yeah. Does. <laughs> it does yeah. so yeah so man you know so but it's like my whole life i had made what this reality deems as important and um, declares as uh, if you know this information 
you're either smart or you're not smart if you're not able to learn this information. So I spent my whole life making myself wrong and judging me because I wasn't interested in uh, academics, even though I went on to be a chiropractor, but that was a specialty, right? To what you're creating. Like it has no place in the reality that you're creating. (laughs) Yeah. But I think I would have been a lot easier on myself (laughs) along the way. Had I known that eventually I was going to get to where I am today. So I'm super, (laughs) super grateful for what, you know, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here have created because it, it, it really does provide me a space to be me and to utilize things that I'm really, really, really good at that, yeah. you know, that w- you couldn't learn it at university, you know? No. So, you know, what is possible? You know, it's, my gosh, what is not possible with, <laughs> with bodies in the future yeah. of bodies? It's like, it's like, you know, with all of these tools, it's kind of like, it's, it's like an invitation to something that is available to all if they would just play the game long enough or maybe not the game right. or stay in the game long enough. But I don't mean like the game of this reality. I don't mean the game of the mundane, uh, you know, post- You don't mean no mundane life, game. Yeah. I mean the game of the possibility. Yeah, the game of the possibilities. It, it, it's like, so it's like, gosh, just the joy of embodiment, uh, a place and a space for people who maybe don't fit the mold, <laughs> uh, for them to soar and to shine and to um, find the greatness within themselves. So they can be a contribution to this world and so that they can actually also receive contribution from this world too. Wow. And, 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 and for people who do do well in this reality, it's something where it can be in addition to your life and making your lives greater. It's like, in, yeah. in terms of what it does for families, it's like doing these body processes with your significant other or with your children it brings the family closer together. It unifies the family. It strengthens the family. When sometimes words aren't enough or when sometimes maybe words actually get in the way uh, because of like communication breakdown or something like that in the family. And it's like you have these amazing energetic body processes or the bars available to, to you and for you that it just, when you just do these things and keep your mouth shut, what it actually creates in the family is just unbelievable. There really are no words for it. And does it make your family go away when you hate them? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Damn it. It does. <laughs> it's um, wonderful. I mean, it's uh, truly grateful. I mean, this is just such a, it's like finding a pot of gold uh, or more like a, you know, more like it a, is. It's a, a treasure, a treasure, you know, it's a hidden treasure. So it's really, really grateful for what, you know, the gentlemen have created. Yeah. For for the world. I mean, not just for me and my family and stuff, but for for the world. <laughs> to make the world a better place. Because I have no doubt in my mind that these tools can change the face of the planet in a good way. These tools could actually save the planet in a lot of ways and, and it could save, let's say, uh, you know, family dysfunction. It can change the face of mental illness from my point of view. Um you know, people just don't have to struggle anymore. Totally. Um, 
so what is like what these like what do you know about receiving that is possible with with the body work well it's like it's not yeah it's that's a big one um that's a whole nother call in and of itself, but you know, <laughs> receiving is really uh, with this body work. Receiving is sort of a two way street, and you know, as a chiropractor, I always felt like I was giving, giving, right. giving, giving, and sometimes I may have only seen four people that day, and I was exhausted. Right, <laughs> I had felt like I saw a hundred. Right, but with these tools there's actually a gifting and receiving simultaneously. It's literally a two-way street. And so what if receiving wasn't just a one-way street? What if like what we were all taught about receiving was wrong, right? It, a lot of people were brought up with the mantra, it's better to give than it is to receive. Yeah. But what if that was a lie? What if it's better to gift and receive <laughs> simultaneously? Yeah. And, um, and that's what these tools actually, you know, bring. And I'll work on 10 people sometimes in a day and, uh, you know, for an hour each. So 10 hours of, <laughs> you know, and, and people are like, aren't you tired? Don't you need a break? I'm like, no, I just need a drink of water and, you know, maybe a little bit of sugar and I'm good to go. It's like, <laughs> right. And it's like, uh, no, it's just different. It's gifting and receiving simultaneously. It's like when I work on someone, I'm getting something out of it too. Cool. Wow. Well, thank you for talking to me today. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah, we should do this more often. This was really fun. <laughs> <Okay>. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.